Hey guys, players, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Sports Buzz Live podcast, episode number 55, the uh, Junior Seau episode, rest in peace, um, of the Sports Buzz Live podcast. Also, the Dikembe Mutombo episode, I got to throw it out there, the Dikembe Mutombo episode of the Sports Buzz Live podcast. And we are also, like Dikembe Tumbo, saying no, 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 two entanglements. No fucking, no entanglements. Um... If you guys don't know where, if you guys aren't aware, everyone should be by now because of the means, because of the internet. Jada Pika Smith said that she was in an entanglement, not a relationship, with August Alsina. This is what she said in her Red Table show uh, to Will Smith. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things to unpackage there. I mean, first of all, um, and I'm just gonna put my two cents in there. First of all, I mean, I think they've always had some sort of a weird open relationship. If I'm not mistaken, I've heard this before a long time ago through Will Smith. And um, it's like, I don't know. It's very, I don't know what the end goal, I don't know what the goal is. Like, you know, Jay Cole said, he said, you want that Jada and Will love that blah. You know what I'm saying? That Jada and Will love. Well, it's an open relationship. I don't know if I want, that's not really love. You know, you don't. I don't, from what everything we have learned is not really love. Like you love means you're entangled with that one person forever. You love them. That love does not get reciprocated or get sent out anywhere else. And, um, you know, and apparently I don't, I don't know the whole thing. I don't, I don't listen to the red talk tape. I don't, I don't think any, I don't think I'll get anything out of it. Uh, to be honest, I won't learn anything from it. Um, so I don't pay, I don't watch the show. I don't, I think it's on YouTube. I don't even know where you even find it, but, um, you know, it's just weird that this is what's taught to your children. You have a daughter, 12, you have a son. I think, I think Jaden's like 19, 20. I don't even know how old he is. Um, yeah, they also have an older son. Um, but it's like, it's just one of those things where it's, I don't get it. You know, is that what you're trying to teach your children? Is that like open relationships are great? Like this is how you should live your life. Like we did it. This is working out. Like I don't get that at all. But with that being said, if you want to be involved in entanglement, I'm an open party. I'm a willing participant as long as there's no physically harm done to me. If you're a mommy, thick thighs, brown eyes, brown hair, holler at me just kidding but i don't know it's just really really weird i don't know, entanglement by the way can we talk about something else though real quick can we talk about how no one i didn't I haven't seen anybody but can we talk about how big of a snitch august alcina is i mean what a little bitch so what a hot older lady made you feel her can snap out of it like it's like Oh, it was bearing on me. I had to get it off my chest. I'm free. I'm glad the shackles are off. Shut up. Oh my god, dude. What the Why? Why are people like that? How old is he? I don't even know. I don't I'm not even gonna look at I'm not even by my screen. Like I can't like type it in and check it out, but it's just like so stupid. God, that's what it's, I don't know, man. So like, it's not like he's a baby either. It's not like he's like a kid in high school where it's like, oh, this is, you know, older teacher has to, you know, even then, like back then, like, I'll be honest with you. Back then, that's what everyone wished for when you're in high school. I hope that hot older teacher would try to 
take me home and teach me a few physical lessons. But nowadays, it's obviously very frowned upon. Still kind of, I mean, it's, you know, it's not that great back in the day, but still. I mean, a lot of guys, there's a lot of boys, especially, given how they develop. I mean, they're like, holy shit, I'd want that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, as bad as all that sounds, sorry if this sounds really bad. But, you know, even you're an adult. You know, you're an adult and it's like, oh, you know, I have to tell everyone this. And why? Just the fuck up. Ruin it for a lot of other people. People can't have nice things. It's whatever, man. There's what a little snitch, though. A little crybaby bitch. Look at the way he dresses, too, by the way. What do you... I mean, all that. I mean, just like... Should have gave it away. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if I was August Alcina, I'd pick. There's a whole lot of other women I would have chosen other than Jada Pinkett Smith. I'll tell you that much. I don't. I don't she's all right, but I just like nah, not for me. Besides, only short-haired girls get away with it. Are that would get away with being having short hair would be um, Riri, Rihanna, and uh, Halle Berry. Other than that, it means the fuck out of my face with that short hair shit. Other than that, I like that long, strong. Good hair, that good her. You know, that strong hair. You know, where you're pulling it, they'd be like, I felt good. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, I just love my two cents in about the whole ordeal. Um, don't be a snitch and um, keep your shit private. Just shut the. F- I don't know why they even had to bring light to it. It's just like they made it worse. Like, poor Will's over here becoming a meme in front of everybody. And then there's a new word called an entanglement. Now everyone's going to start using this fucking word as, no, I wasn't cheating on you. It was an entanglement. This goes to prove, this goes to prove that women are worse than men. Straight up. And then men nowadays are kind of like bitches. It's like August Alcina snitching on everybody. So I said what I said. Anyways, moving on. Um, Something I wanted to talk about as well. Is that the Washington Redskins? I'm a little late to this party. It's fine because Uncle Edgar is only recording one episode a week. Um, the Washington Redskins are uh, changing the name. It's official. They're retiring the old Redskins name, so now they'll be DC something, Washington something. Um, they have a name picked out. They're dealing with trademark issues, um, so I don't know what I don't know exactly what it's going to be. What kind of you know bumps they're going into, but they're going to be a new team coming in this season. I don't know if the colors are going to stay the same. Um, I don't know if, you know, you know, how I mean, the logo is obviously going to change. I don't know if the colors are going to stay. Who knows? They have to do a whole new uniform. Um, and I've said this before, and I've gotten a record on saying it. Um, I was on another podcast, Slump Buster Podcast. Shout out to them. Slump Buster, po- Slump Buster Podcast. Um, by the way, I like their logo. It's like a fat girl and you know, people call a slump buster. I call that a Tuesday. Anyways, um, they are, um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of, for something to happen this quickly, I mean, mind you, we are in, what the hell is today? July 14th, tax day tomorrow. So July 14th season starts in two months. So, and if we do have a season, it's going to be in two months. So they have to change their um, change. I mean, change to change their name, change their logos, change the uniforms. There's gonna be a lot of changes made. But I think all in all, this is gonna be a plus for the Washington Redskins. Who've been the Washington Redskins have been 
one of the most profitable teams for the longest time. As shitty as that organization has been, they've been very profitable. And in, um, I mean, it was in when FedEx come out, Nike FedEx come out and says, well, I don't think we should be business anymore or change the name. And then Nike says, yeah, we're not selling your shit anymore on our website. And then Amazon, when the biggest retail was online on, uh, you know, online retailers um, say, yeah, we're pulling your shit, too. That's a big fucking problem for them. There goes your profits. And they forced them to make a name change. And that's what they're doing. When it comes to money, dude, you fucking start taking that shit away from them. These guys start making changes. Now, I mean, it just, it just goes to show. You start you start pushing buttons enough. You start saying enough people get it together and be like, this isn't going to happen. We don't want to do business with you. You're not going to do business with us anymore. We're going to do this unless you do that. And, um, you know, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful what FedEx did. It's powerful what Nike did. There's so many other people who could do that too, you know, um, and a lot of people who were like, dude, I think like Dallas Cowboys would be fucked if something like this happened to them. I don't want Cowboys anymore. They killed Indians and Indians are in date. You know, that type of shit. But, um, yeah, um, I think, like I said, a rebranding isn't a, isn't a bad idea for the Redskins. Um, could be very, very good. It could bring better players. It could, it, you know, definitely going to bring a whole lot more media. It's definitely going to bring jersey sales. People are going to want to buy the newer jerseys. Um, so I think there's a lot of upside to this. And we'll see how this goes. The next coming days, probably something will happen. Probably something will change and come out here pretty soon. We'll see. But Dan Snyder finally had, they had to make a move. They had to make a move. And that's. It was powerful what FedEx did. FedEx, Nike, Amazon. And I think there was another one I can't remember off the top of my head. Western Union. I can't remember what it was. But cool shit going on. Um, shitty team. Shitty name anyways, Redskins. They haven't been good since like... They should have changed their name like in the 90s. They haven't been good since what? I don't even know. When the last time they made the playoffs? I don't have my computer. I can look it up. It doesn't really matter. It's uh, a moot point at this point. Um... I have my notes up though. What did I say here? Did you guys see that? Um, yeah, the Redskins changing the name. So we'll see. I don't know if the Broncos play him. I have to double check. Check the schedule. If they're do I don't even know what the hell if anyone's gonna be able to go to games. Doesn't even, don't even know if you know we um. You know, who knows? There's a bunch of shit unanswered. We got. A disease that still has not been controlled yet. Probably won't be controlled. Because we are too stupid to sit our asses at home. We can't stay home. Oh, I have to do this. I have blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. A lot of people are life or death for a lot of these people. But. And then we want. We have the uh, higher ups. We're going to call them higher ups. We don't name them by names here. Um, want us to. Want the schools to open back up. Want to put the kids in danger. Of spreading this disease a whole lot more. Um, and saying that the schools are going to be defunded if the schools don't get reopened. Um, so another reason for you to go out there and vote in November. Um, and one thing Uncle Edgar here says. Old Mr. A.K.A. Edgar Rodriguez. Uncle Edgar. Theo Alley, Whatever you want to call me. Um, is we got to do better for our kids. This is not doing better for the kids. 
You know, I don't have any kids, like I said this before, not yet. Um, but we got to do better for the kids, man. And just not doing better for the kids. Just so stupid. So dumb. I don't even know, like, I don't even know why this is even an argument. Like, you're telling me adults who can't, who can't sit there and say, adult, an adult who said, oh, this will just go away. Who's undermined science and professionals. And, you know, in the warnings, in signs, the same person who um, got rid of the, what's it called, the pandemic crisis team, I think this is called in the government, right when he got into office and is now pulling out of the World Health Organization, um, claims to know more about the disease than these professionals and wants to put our kids in danger. Any, any, our kids, their kids, my, you know, my niece, my nephew, whatever, want to put these kids in danger. Another reason for you to vote in November. Those are my two cents. That's all my other two cents. I put four cents in total today. Four cents. Um, that's it. That's what I'm talking about today. Just so, just some stupid shit. Just a lot of stupid shit going on here. I'd rather just, I don't know, man. I'd rather just, uh, I don't know, just sit and stare at my fucking ceiling all day and listen to some of this shit that comes up around me. It's kind of hard to avoid with technology. I mean, you just want to go out there, look at a couple memes, you know, laugh at a couple of videos, listen to some music, watch some music on YouTube, um, a little bit of gaming, but it's, it's, it's unavoidable sometimes. Stupid shit is unavoidable. You can't fix stupid. I wish we could. You know what I'm saying? I wish we could. But anyways, moving forward. Moving forward, moving a little bit backwards. A recap of this weekend. UFC 251. Old Uncle Edgar went 4-1 in his picks. Not bad at all. 4-1 on the main event picks, on the main card picks. A um, couple undercard fights I want to talk about. David Grant, I believe is his name. I don't have him pulled up right now. I could probably pull him up here. Let me take a look here. Just shh, shh, don't just don't mind me. Can I even see this? There it is. Oh shit! Technology's pretty cool. Davy Grant. Yeah, Davy Grant. Davy Grant started off the night with a knockout. Not only did David Grant got the knockout, he got the bonus. Why did he get the bonus? Because he got the knockout. I think in the second round with a broken jaw. Those English dudes, those UK dudes are tough as shit. A broken jaw. And, um, see a lot of people, they want to be fighters until they get their job broke or anything like that. Um, it's just, it's a tough sport, man. UFC 251 was a good card, decent card controversy, which we'll definitely talk about here in a second. Um, shout out to David Grant though, for uh, getting the damn thing done. Another thing, another undercard fight, um, which brought to my attention, actually a fighter about a week or so ago, my friend Chase Prohaska, Chase, uh, AKA Choner, man, Choner. AKA Chonis, whatever. We call him a lot of AKAs just like me. But he was like, he sent, tweeted me out this video, me and my boy Thomas from the sport, uh, from the uh, most underrated podcast. And he goes, what about this guy? How's this going to go? Give him a chance. Little did we know he was going to be on the main undercard fight. Jerry Prohoshka was the name of the fighter. You know, and I was watching this. I was like, man, he throws some weird wide punches. Like, I was just looking at he's fighting he's fighting a uh, Vulcan Ozdemir. And I was like, there's no way this guy can beat Ozdemir. 
Ozemir pieced him up a little bit. Ozemir touched him. They were touching each other. Not in that way, but you don't know what I'm talking about, in fighting sense. And then um, Prohaska landed, I think it was a right, that just put that put Ozdemir to sleep. Put him night-night, and I was like, holy shit, this guy can hit. He also take take a hit. Very awkward. Um, he reminded me of that meme. I don't know if it's a meme, but I don't remember what movie it is, but it's Jim Carrey, where he's like, I don't know, he's like, He's like that. That's how it kind of reminded me of, of him fighting. He reminded me of Jim Carrey fighting in that sense. And, um, dude, he just got dropped. He has power, man. The guy has weird kicks. 205 division, 205 pound division should be looking out for Jerry Prosca. Um, Serbian, I believe, is what he is. Croatian, Serbian. I can't remember, but, um, holy shit. That was vicious. Vicious. And he's like 6'5". He's a tall dude, so... I mean, 6'4", maybe? 6'3"? He was a really, really tall dude. I remember that. So a dude like that can give someone like John Jones some issues. So we'll see what happens. Keep your eye on Jerry Prohaska. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but on to the main card. Main card is what we're here to talk about anyways. Um, and let's start out from the bottom. And move way up to the top. So bottom, the first card of the night on the main card was... Paige Van Zandt versus Amanda Rebus, and it went exactly how Uncle, kind of exactly how Uncle Edgar um, wanted it to go. Um, it just showed Amanda Rebus tough, winning her last three fights. Um, she's beaten Mackenzie Durr and Random Marcos, and now she just uh, submitted Paige Van Zandt. Um, Paige Van Zandt was cut, I think, in that fight at some point. Um, Got submitted. That armbar man looked looked vicious, and I thought there, I thought her arm was going to break, because where the referee was positioned, he didn't see the tap, so she had to let go. And they finally saw the tap, and um, Paige Van Zandt, Paige Van Zandt lost. So Amanda Rebus moving up in that division. So who random Amanda Rebus is a problem. So you're going to see a whole lot more of her. Um, it's 115 pounds, I believe is what it is. 115 pounds. So you're looking at maybe. Or is it 125 pounds? I'm going to say 125. That's 125 pounds. Um, She's looking at a bunch of possibilities there still. Uh, Maybe Michelle Watterson, who will be fighting here pretty soon. Angela Hill, who's fighting Angela Hill, another possibility. Um, So many different, you know, some different stuff going on there. So we'll see what happens. Rebus is a problem. Submission, stand-up. She's tough, tough, tough. But what's next for someone like Paige Van Zandt? Paige Van Zandt, a very popular name. Like I mentioned before, if you guys did not watch it on my baby podcast, the preview to UFC 251. And, you know, thinking about Paige Van Zandt, we're talking about, you listen to Dana White. Dana White almost echoed the same sentiments I had. It's like, doesn't I don't think she's in the fight game anymore. I don't think she really, I mean, she has what it takes to be in the UFC anyways. And then Dana White said, absolutely, test free market. Test the free market. Test free market agency. See what's out there for you. But the thing is, you're coming off a loss. The only way, the only reason a lot of people are going to be signing you is because you're a name. You're a pretty gal, very bubbly gal. You made your making a good name yourself of yourself in Instagram. You've said it before. You make a whole lot more money on Instagram than you do fighting. Go do your thing. Go do your thing. But fighting is a reason why you're making the money on Instagram in the first place. Um, you also bought yourself a set, a set of tits. Let's be real. She did go out and get a breast augmentation. That's good for her. I think women have the right to do that. I'm not knocking it. I'm not a big fake boobs guy myself, but I'm all, I'm all natural, but you know, 
she did what she did. She's doing it for a reason. She obviously feels more comfortable doing that. She she's more confident in that way. And uh, that's how she's making her money now. Just kind of putting her body out there, her and her husband out there doing, putting their bodies out there. So, that, I mean, maybe, who knows? Maybe fighting is not going to be it for her for a while. Um, it just is what it is. You know, it is what it is. I mean, it's, there's certain avenues people take to become successful. Maybe this is a different avenue for her to become successful. So um, keep your eye on it. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't think she'll be returning to UFC. I think that would, may have been the last fight of her contract. Um, but you guys know Dana White. Dana White's stubborn AF. So um, we'll see what happens. Good luck to Paige Van Zandt. Even though he didn't give me a chance. I don't. Good luck. Whatever. Um, second fight. Another women's fight. And I've said this. The baby podcast. Before. Rose Namajunas with Jessica Andrade could be the fight of the night. And it was the fight of the night. It, they the women just do it better sometimes. I've said I'm just saying, Uncle Edgar's on to something, and what a great fight it was. I mean, dude, holy shit, these girls are going to war, hitting each other, all bleeding. Um, Rose Namajunas came out on top. Um, great scrambles, great takedown, great jujitsu, great grappling, great stand up. Um, Rose Namajunas left the big old fucking mouse like a I don't even know how he call it. what do you call it it's like a blood pocket like under her eye eye was shut. Um, still got the W man, tough chick. And that's cool for Rose. Get back in the wind column. Um, and then hopefully you'll see her fight for the title again. Um, maybe wait, maybe fight Whaley Zhang when, you know, when stuff starts to clear up when Zhang is able to travel. I don't know what the travel restrictions are for her. I think she's Chinese, Hong Kong Chinese. Um, we'll see. Maybe that's the fight that's going to happen next. Um, try to get her belt back. Um, Jessica Andrade, like I said, a little baby female version of Vanderlei, a young Vanderlei Silva. Wide punches, tough as hell, bite down on the mouthpiece. Um, just very fiery like that. Put on, They put on a great fight. It was so good to watch. Um, try to remember bits and pieces. I did drink a little bit Saturday night. Just a tiny bit. Nah, just get out of here. Just a tiny bit of drinking, but it was everything. I was, you know, I was with some friends, so I was catching up at the same time, trying to watch these fights. I'm getting uh, answering the questions that need to be answered. Um, but it was still a good time. And I was still able to watch the fights. Um, audio was a different thing, but it is what it is. It's fun. Okay, have a good time. Got to live your life as much as possible during these fuck stupid ass times. Um, now going into the championship fights. The one blemish on Uncle Edgar's record was Jose Aldo versus Poder Jan. I chose Jose Aldo beating Poder Jan. It was a good fight. Win all five rounds except... Podion finished it in the fifth round. At some point in the third round is where it got turned around. Um, I thought the first two went to Aldo, but sometime in that third round is where Podion turned it up. I don't know if it was like the weight cut for Jose Aldo. I mean, he looked fine against Marlon Moraes. That two, though, was also a three-round fight. So, um, got to keep that in mind. That 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 um, that Moraes fight was a three-round fight, so it barely escaped by. This fight was five-round fight, championship fight. Third round is when he started fading. You see him start to fade. So I don't know if it was a wake-up. I don't know what it was. Um, but Jose Aldo started to fade, and Porter Jan was just uh, getting started right there in the third round. Um, was battering Jose Aldo, battering with body shots. Um, Porter Jan, 27 years old, looks older because he's a fighter. He just looks older. 27-year-old, has two kids, and now is a bantamweight champion of the world. 
Um, shout out to Poter. I love the name Poter. P-E-T-R, but said Poter. Poter Yon. What a cool name. You could take, you could do a lot of good marketing with Poter. Um, but yeah, shout out to Poter, man. He did his damn thing. Tough, tough, tough individual. Um, and his champion for a reason. I kind of like threw him on the, I say threw him on the bus, but threw a little shade at him saying that he knocked out a aging Uriah Faber. Um, but Jose Aldo beat the shit out of Uriah Faber in his prime. So that's where I was like, eh, I was a little, that's where it kind of went. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo showed he was Jose Aldo for two rounds. And then I think Poterion just sent him back to the featherweight division. <laughs> Poter, man. What was next for Poter? There's a um, 135 pounds. So who knows? Maybe a matchup with Dominic Cruz. I don't know if Dominic Cruz gets that matchup. Um, maybe Henry Cejudo will come back. Who knows, man? I mean, Cody Garbrand has got a, a KO over uh, Sansal, top five fighter. Um, there's a lot of different options there, 135 pounds. And you could also even see, you also see Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar will be fighting here soon in August against uh, Pedro Munoz. Um, you can also see Frankie Edgar, 135 pounds. So there's a lot of different options there. Um Keep your eye on a lot of different things. There's a lot of people there. I'm, I mean, I know I'm forgetting somebody, and they're going to be pissed if they ever see this, but it is what it is, whatever. Um, But, yeah, Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo, one of my favorite fighters ever. I have a little Funko Pop of him. I think it's at work. I got to get that shit. Yeah, I think it's at work. My Jose Aldo Funko Pop I got to put up. Um, But, anyways, moving on to the second championship fight of the night. Very entertaining fight but also very controversial in the sense that they gave Volkanovski the dot and the nod over Max Holloway now initially looking now keep in mind as well I don't have a lot of audio um, I'm also watching and trying to answer questions at the same time like I said in the I in my opinion the fight was way close just what from what I saw I have to rewatch the fight again I when they said that Volkanovski I wasn't surprised but a lot of people are surprised that they gave it to Max Holloway. That they did not go to Max Holloway's way. Um, I have to take a look at it again because I thought that they were very, very close. I want to know for sure. I think the first two for sure went to Holloway. First two rounds, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. I think were a whole lot closer. I think that you know, if I remember right, third could have gone either way, and then the fourth, the fifth. Yeah, just, I like I said, I was drinking a little bit. Stuff I never. I drink a little bit of Crown Royal. You know, a little Corona. Sipping on water, ate a little, ate some pizza, ate some pizza, you know, so my eyes got a little blurry. Anyways, but still, I thought it was a good fight, very intense fight. The Volkanovski showed, you know, he became the champion in the first place. Tough, tough dude. Weathered a lot of good storms from Max Holloway. Max Holloway fought very, very well. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think that you'll definitely see a trilogy. You can't, you can't just move on from this fight. You can't. The first fight was, okay, we'll give you Volkanovski. You outpointed Holloway. Cool. This one, nah, we're going to have to run it back. And Dana White's already on that train. You know he's going to be on that train. But there's a lot of fights at 145 pounds, which I'll talk about here in a little bit, that can happen as well. Um, but I don't see that happening. Next time I see Volkanovski, um, it'll be across the cage from Max Holloway. I think that's what's going to happen. It has to happen. You can't have this doubt. Um, but also at the same time, you can't leave it to the judges. You just can't. This has been said many, many times, repeated by Dana White, by a whole lot of people. You can't leave it to the judges. Why? Because 
a lot of these guys have never fought in their life. A lot of these people don't know, you know, they're right from left. Or what is it? They're they're their foot from their ass. She got to know what it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. They just, a lot of people. All these uh, judges don't know shit. Um, so still a lot of changing that needs to be done there. I don't know how that works out if they can bring their own judges, the, the UFC or especially in a thing like like at Yaz Island, Fight Island. I would, I would like put that in. I don't know how that works out. Or they have to go to Dubai. Like, I don't know what that whole shit is. It's really weird. I have to look into that. I'll look into it and get back to you. But, yeah. Was, I feel bad for Max. I think Max did fought a very, very well fight, good fight. Given the certain circumstances, These all these fights were very, very competitive. Given the lack of training or lack of training time with certain individuals, lack of training time with certain coaches, um, which is segueing me to the main event, which is... Jorge Masvidal, who took the fight on six days notice to fight Kamara Usman. Who else took the fight on six days notice? Let's just not leave that out the way. It's not like Kamara Usman, Carl Usman was training. The fight, he still took a fight on short notice. Same thing with Jorge Masvidal. I'm sure he was training. Probably wasn't training specifically for Kamara Usman. I'm sure he was training. He seems like a workhorse. He's always in there. He made weight. That was going to be a big question mark. 21, 22 pounds coming in at the fight. Also getting pizza on the way to the fight, flying out to the flight. So cutting that weight, I think 22 pounds, I think he ended up cutting, making the weight 185 pounds, 170 pounds. So 170 pounds weight limit, um, and he made the weight. And uh, Ultimate Professional came out there, and the fight went exactly how Uncle Edgar imagined it was going to go. Kamar Usman was going to drain him. Kamar Usman was going to smother him. Kamar Usman was going to dirty box him wrestle him that's grapple him that's what he did um try to keep him down as much as possible Jorge Masvidal the ultimate professional um a fighter a fighter's fighter um fought hard but ultimately it was too much I I said Kamaru Usman has a way of making fights boring in the sense that he's kind of similar to what Demetrius Johnson used to do very similar he would he would just make it boring and he just like because he would just dominate you in one aspect of the of the fighting, which in this case would be the grappling. Same thing with Demetrius Johnson. Um, it's just it's just how it was, man. I told you those Nigerians you just don't fuck with them. You know, there's something about them you just can't take away from them. You just can't scare them. Like like a Francis Ngannou. I mean, just just tough, tough dude. Who's there's also a Nigerian nightmare who was uh, a Koye from the Broncos I don't remember I'm messing this up um no from the uh, Chiefs I think is what it is Some, I can't remember I, I don't, my brain's fucking fried right now but it went exactly how I thought it was gonna go you know a lot of people there's a lot of hype surrounding Jorge Masvidal rightfully so he's coming in three fights straight winning three fights in a row three very exciting fights the three stoppages and um, got the money he wanted, but ended up leaving without a belt and leaving with an L, another L on his record. So that makes 14, 33 out of 14, something like that. 14 L's. But the thing about Marley Dolph, you ever look at his record, he rarely gets finished. I think he got finished twice. Um, the one to Toby Yamada, which is very famous. If you guys are MMA fans, you guys can check it out. The one very early in his career. So, He's very hard to put away. Um, 
So it's not like this was an easy fight for Kamaru Usman taking the fight on six-day notice for Jorge Masvidal. It was a tough, tough fight, and you saw it. Um, he would get pieced up on the ground. He had to take it to the ground, so that's what happened. Was it boring? Probably not as exciting as people wanted it to be, but, I mean, the hype is there, and eventually started dwindling probably somewhere in the third round <laughs> where you realize, oh, yeah, this is not going to go Jorge Masvidal way. I don't know how many texts or how many people have called me. I think only one person about it, but Chase, actually, Choner, um, my friend actually hit a parlay, eight-fight parlay. I can't believe he did that. I think it was eight fights or maybe the whole card. He hit it all. That was pretty good. I'm impressed. Um, but a lot of people had Masvidal winning the fight um, that I talked to. That people had messaged me, texted me, like, hey, who do you think is going to the fight? Well, here's my pick. Why? Blah, 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 blah. So um, I'm the professional here. Listen to me. Get it together. Um, but in other ways, otherwise, very good card, very solid card. The women did it best. Jessica Andrade, Jessica Andrade, um, and um, Rosanam Yunus. Rosanam Yunus had an uphill battle here, losing two family members to COVID-19, and was like, you know what? I have to go in there and fight. I have to start fighting, and she did. Shout out to her corner, um, her husband, Pat Berry. Her husband, I don't know if he's her husband, boyfriend, Pat Berry. I don't know if they're married. I think they are. Um, Trevor Whitman as well. Trevor Whitman is in the corner. Um, was also in the corner for Kamar Usman as well. So um, Trevor Whitman... Colorado are representing stand up. Um, but yeah, that was this last weekend, which was a very good fight. But tomorrow, give them today's Tuesday, tomorrow's tax day. A lot of people have paid taxes and I have to pay taxes and I'm going to, f- I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want, I've never paid taxes before. I didn't know. That. I think I paid once, but it was to state. Now I have to pay to both. Not a whole lot, but I really don't want to, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever. We'll do it. We'll take care of it when it comes. Anyways, um, tomorrow there will be a new... F- Let me see if I can... Where's my mouse? Where's it at? There it is. Uh, I don't know if I can see this. There we go. There is an, a card going down tomorrow. Fight Island. Like I said, Fight Island will have like three, four main events. Like the rest of July. I'll have to check it out. I know this one won this week. And another one next week. Um, This weekend. Yeah, one tomorrow, maybe next this weekend. I can't remember. But anyways, it'll be the main event is Calvin Catar, 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 Calvin Cater, Calvin Cater versus Dan Inge. Now Dan Inge, last fight beat Edson Barbosa. Let me see his card real quick because um, Edson Barbosa. Where's the? Where's my mouse? There it is. Um, he beat Edson Barbosa. He also beat someone else before that. Let me click on that. Um, did he finish him? I don't think he finished Edson Barbosa. I think it was a decision that went his way. I thought he wouldn't win that fight, but when I watched the fight initially, okay, this is enough. Um, when I watched this, <laughs> sorry guys, this looks fucking weird. I don't know if you guys are looking at this. Um, he fought... What the hell is that? It chill. I gotta get closer because I can't see it. He fought Beck Dick and then Aguilar. All decision wins for him. So he's won his last three fights. Tough fights. All by decision. Now, let's take a look at his opponent, Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater, if you guys remember. Oh, shit. This is so stupid. I gotta put my little thing. Calvin Cater last fought not that long ago. I want to say March was the fight. March, April, March. 
No, it was May because there's no there was no crowd. I say it was April. April, May, no May. That's what I want to say. May fought Jeremy Stevens, I believe. I can't remember. May fourth. Well, anyways, fought not that long ago. Knocked out Jeremy Stevens. Knocked him out with the coldest elbow I've ever seen in my life, and just demolished Jeremy Stevens. Knocked him out cold with an elbow. Hit him a gun. One may one two times on the ground. Before that, fought Zabit. Um, Magomedovadov, I can't remember, I can't say his name. We don't know Zabit. Zabit, probably next title contender at 145 pounds. Um, given what happens. Now, I've said it before, I'll say it again. That fight against Zabit, two things. Was anywhere else in this country, Calvin Cater wins that fight. That's the decision that goes Calvin Cater's way. I thought he won that fight. I don't think it was as close as, you know, I don't think it was as close as people were making it to be in Russia. Uh, the fight was in Russia. Magomedov's, uh, or um, not Magomedov's. It's like Magomedopod, if I can't say his name, but uh, Zabit's name. Zabit is from Russia. So I think he got hometown there. But that fight, that fight happens anywhere else. I mean, I think you give that to, to Cater. Um, also, before that, Cater fought. How come I can't see his ass? <laughs> oh, Ricardo Lamas knocked him out, too. Cater's an animal. Cater is a beast and someone you not mess take lightly. This fight, if I'm going to pick anybody, it's definitely going to go to Cater. I think Cater could knock out Dan Age. Dan Age has tough fights, but you know doesn't have that finishing power. Um, tough, tough dude, Hawaiian. You know, those Hawaiians, I've told you, I've said this before on the show before, you don't fuck with Hawaiians, you don't fuck with Islanders, Samoans. He's a tough, tough dude, but Cater is something else, man. Late, you know, developed late as far as the fight game goes. A little bit old on the older side, but guy gets it done. Guy gets it done by knockout too. Um, so you definitely got to watch out for old Uncle Calvin Cater, dude. You guys got seriously, man. If you guys are gonna do anything tomorrow, I think it's on ESPN tomorrow. So check it out. I'm gonna put a reminder up as well. Um, the second fight will be Tim Elliott versus is what's his name? Where is it? Hit refresh here. Tim Elliott versus Ryan Benoit. Another good fight on the card. I got Tim Elliott winning this fight. I don't know. Tim Elliott's been kind of a losing streak. So Tim Elliott, if you guys don't remember, Tim Elliott has fought for the championship 125 pounds. It's a flyweight fight, I believe. I don't know if it's bantamweight or flyweight. But Tim Elliott has fought for the championship. Um, I gave, I, you know, gave Demetrius Johnson one of the toughest fights he's ever seen. One, he lost a split decision. Very, very close fight. Um, but I thought fought Demetrius Johnson the hardest up until Henry Cejudo beat him. Um, so, obviously, I mean, before Dominic Cruz, but it is what it is. And then also Jimmy Rivero versus Cody Stamen. You guys saw Cody Stamen not that long ago as well fight. Just days after his brother passing away and uh, getting the work done against Cody Keller. Um, but this is Jimmy Rivera is another tough dude. I think Jimmy Rivera, if I'm not mistaken, was on that fight card. Let me take a look. Jimmy Rivera was on the fight card not that long ago, too. Um, where he was like talking to his fighter because this one was against, no, it's not this one. Was that the one? Oh, he didn't. Oh, his last fight was Poterion. That was a while ago. And we all know how that one went down. Anyways, um, yeah, I was still going, uh, Cody Stamen. Cody Stamen's wrestling tough, tough dude. Um, quick turnaround too. So, 
We'll see that. A lot of good fights, so go ahead and check it out. A couple kind of like tidbits on the undercard, um, which makes things a little bit more exciting. On the undercard, there's uh, Jared Gordon will be fighting against um, – I can't remember. Hold on. i got to pull it up because I, I was trying to do this with no um, – like no notes and shit and now look at me uncle edgar's like looking so out of whack here hold on um close jared gordon will be fighting two things here where's it at prelims i can't remember his name jared gordon with chris uh fishgold who was in the, another victim of um cater um i think it was cater but Chris, uh, Jared Gordon will be fighting on the card. Jared Gordon lost his his corner. His corner won't be able to corner him because of COVID nineteen. Some you know they tested positive. They won't be able to make the fight, so they won't be able to corner him. So what's going to happen? Paul Felder, who is one of the announcers as well, will be cornering him. So I hope you do work in double duty. Be working as announcer, also work as a cornerman that day too. Um, so when this fight comes up, he'll be out there in the corner, cornering Jared Gordon. Um, which will be a good thing to cool thing to see. So if you guys don't know Paul Felder, Paul Felder last fought against Dan Hooker back in February, I believe is what it was. Fought about a great, very great fight. I thought he won the fight, is what it is. Did not win the fight. Dan Hooker goes on to be fighting Dustin Poirier, gets the shit beat out of my Dustin Poirier. But you know, Paul Felder, very good announcer. Um very good announcer, so it has to pull double duty. So I didn't it's gonna be very interesting and fun to watch as well. Um, Jared Gordon, by the way, shot Jared Gordon follows me on Twitter. What's up, player? I think he does. On the double check, I can follow. I can follow I'm, Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias follows me on Twitter, but I didn't even know that. <clears throat> I don't know how long. Like he, I he's been following me. Fluffy, if you're seeing this player, semi chocolate cake. Um, <clears throat> one other quick cool tidbit. There is a guy on here. Let's see if I can say his name here. Munir Lazez. He'll be fighting Abdul Razak Al Hassan. Um, Lazez, I think you say his name. First card on the main card. First fight on the main card. Got discovered when his friend saw Dana White somewhere and said, Hey, this is my friend. Check out his highlight reel. Check his highlight reel. And Dana White signed him instantly. So, you need to find a friend like that, dude. Guys are going to fucking go to bat for you when you see someone famous. Gonna, hey, check this dude out. Do this. Check this out. Shit like that. That's a cool friend. And if this one makes it from Abu Dhabi is where he's from. He fights out of Team Noguera, I think is what it says. So, the Noguera brothers. Um, dude, that's going to be pretty fun to watch. Um, that's pretty cool. You need... Man, find you some new friends, man. Your friends ain't going to do that shit for you. Your friends ain't going to see Kanye and then give you, you know, give him their, your mixtape, man. You need to find new friends here because um, that's fucked up. Um, anyways, one more thing I'm going to go over here. A um, couple things. Premier League is heating up. So Liverpool's already the champions. Um, that's it. I think Manchester City is going to finish second. Third and fourth, like I said, the top four go to the Champions League are the more important ones, especially with Manchester City uh, being overruled. So I think what initially what would happen, I think the top five, whoever in the top five would have gone, except for Manchester City, which is kind of, I, I don't know how that would have worked out. I think so. 
um, because there was a sanction um, for Manchester City in place, but they got it overruled, so now they're in the Champions League next year. Top two, I think they're already qualified for the top two. Um, top four in general, but I think you know they won't fall anywhere under second place. Now, third, fourth, and fifth place is kind of heating up pretty, pretty good because now you have Chelsea in third, Leicester City in fourth, and Manchester United at fifth. But you still have um, Wolves and Sheffield United under you as well. So that right there, those those like what, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh spots, very, very tough. Especially when Manchester United dropped the ball yesterday with the 2-2 draw against Southampton with the late goal being allowed. Um, and when you have Chelsea dropping points, getting smoked 3-0, then Leicester getting smoked 4-1 over the weekend, you've got to capitalize on those things Manchester United did not. Um, Wolverhampton won 3-0, and obviously Sheffield winning 4-1. No, Sheffield beating Chelsea 3-0, I believe is what it was. So that it's getting down to the stretch. I think there's four or five more games left. Keep your eye out. Keep your eye out. They'll be playing games every day this week. I think Wednesday and then Friday, Saturday again, then Sunday and then Monday. The only so keep your eye out, man. You got want something, want something excited to watch while you're working from home? Watch the Premier League. I'm telling you these things because I love you. I'm telling these things because there's some a lot of exciting sports going on right now. Now here pretty soon you'll see a whole lot more sports getting in full swing. You'll see um, NHL coming back, NBA coming back, NBA. Um, the bubble, you know. So right now, the reason why I brought that up, trying to transition as well as I can, trying to segue as shitty as I can, is Russell Westbrook from the Houston Rockets, diagnosed with COVID nineteen, has been quarantined at home. Uh, won't make it to the bubble right away. So who knows until he gets tested and then um gets released to the public. Um, so that's kind of like. Kind of big deal for Houston because they gave it a lot for Russell Westbrook. And then um, I think they'll still finish. I think they'll still place. I think they're still in the playoffs. But where they will sit is just something different. So I think they're still top four or five, I believe. So still up there. We'll see what happens. Uh, Nikolai Jokic still hasn't reported to the Denver Nuggets because he was diagnosed or, uh, yeah, diagnosed with COVID-19. <sighs> Here we are, COVID-19, just fucking everything up. COVID-19, fucking everything up. Canceled my comedy show that I wanted to go to. It was it was back in May when we were supposed to go. Then, obviously, it was postponed. They officially just canceled it, which is very sad. So, another big reason why you need to go out and vote in November. All these cancellations. You won't be able to go see your football team. You won't be able to see your favorite basketball team, NHL team, hockey team, soccer team um, play. Because we dropped the ball as a country. A lot of other countries like New Zealand, Sweden, Germany are pretty much all on full swing. South Korea, Italy has called an end to the to the pandemic because guess what? They were hit harder than us and they got their shit together. So let's get our shit together. And let's get sports back up and running. Let's be able to go watch sports. Let's be able to hang out with our friends. Let's be able to go to the fucking store. Let's be able to go to the mall. Let's go watch a fucking concert. Let's go watch some movies. Let's go to a fucking restaurant without dividers. Let's get our shit together, all right? That's my message to you, everyone here. Go out and vote. Get our shit together. And um, that's it. So tune in next time on Sports with Life Podcast. We'll probably talk about more stupid shit. Hopefully, we don't talk about more entanglements. Um, if not, I'll, I'll tell you what I entangled myself. And uh, that's it. 
I thank you guys for t- so much for tuning in to Sports with Life Podcast, episode number 55. We'll see you episode number 56. We'll probably be recording this week again. Two in one week. How about that, huh? Um, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Hit the share button. Go subscribe. Hit the likes. Tell your family. Tell your mama. Tell your tias. Tell your aunties. Tell your familia. Tell your brother, your hermano, your sister. Um, all that. I love you guys. Take care. Love